Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday the 14th of December and it's Monkey Day. And a big happy birthday to James Comey, Miranda Hart, Beth Orton and Michael Owen. As Christmas gets closer and the vaccine programme rolls out, experts continue to sound notes of caution over COVID-19. There were 18,447 new cases yesterday and 144 additional deaths. And CEO of NHS providers Chris Hobson says we're nowhere near out of the woods yet. Whilst we've made some progress over the last uh, few weeks in terms of coming over the peak of the second wave, to be frank, the progress we've made overall is really at the lowest end of expectations. And he's not alone in issuing warnings. Lead researcher on the Oxford vaccine, Professor Sarah Gilbert, says that a surge of new infections over Christmas could delay and complicate the vaccination programme as hospitals and staff may struggle. So I think what we do over the next few weeks is really going to have a big impact on how long it's going to take to get back to the normal. Hopefully we can be more or less back to normal by the summer, but that's not going to be possible if we're starting from a very bad position in January. This weekend was supposed to see the Brexit talks reach a conclusion one way or another, but instead the deadline's been extended once again. Boris spoke to EU Chief Ursula von der Leyen on Sunday. I'm afraid we're still very far apart on some key things, but where there's life, uh, there's hope. We're going to keep uh, talking to see what we can do. The UK certainly won't be uh, walking away from the talks. I think people would expect us to to go the extra mile. Ursula confirmed that she too had gotten the extra mile memo. Despite the fact that deadlines have been missed over and over, we both think that it is responsible at this point in time to go the extra mile. We have accordingly mandated our negotiators to continue the talks and to see whether an agreement can be reached even at this late stage. Meanwhile, in a totally normal and not concerning announcement, retailers assured the public that there's no need to stockpile food or toilet paper, so everything's fine. No, no, honestly, totally fine. As the United States struggles to cope with a dramatically accelerating coronavirus surge, cases have gone from 15 to 16 million in just four days. But Donald Trump is more concerned with his election loss. Having been dismissed by the Supreme Court, he spoke to Fox and Friends over the weekend with no sign of any sense of irony, but plenty of worries. I worry about the country having an illegitimate president. That's what I worry about. A president that lost and lost badly. This wasn't like a close election. Uh, You look at Georgia. We won Georgia big. We won Pennsylvania big. Do you think your legal team has proven that? Well, we don't. We never get a chance to prove it because a judge will say, well, I'm sorry, you don't have standing. Meanwhile, Bill Gates says that history will not be kind when it looks at how Donald government handled the pandemic. Well, the U.S. would have been expected to be the best. And sadly, you know, before the epidemic and the first two or three months of the epidemic, we didn't get on top of it like many countries did. So, uh, but it's a tragedy uh, that uh, we weren't able to respond uh, like we, we could have. 
This weekend saw a global climate change conference to mark the fifth anniversary of the Paris Climate Agreement and Boris turned up on Zoom to speak on Saturday and he went just a little bit overboard with mixed metaphors and some extraordinary turns of phrase. What? For centuries, humanity has been quilting our planet in a toxic tea cosy of greenhouse gases. We're doing this not because we're hair shirt wearing tree-hugging, mung-bean-munching uh, eco-freaks. I've got nothing against any of those uh, categories, and, and mung beans are probably de- delicious. Uh, we're doing it because we know that scientific advances will allow us, collectively, as humanity, to save our planet and create millions of high-skilled jobs. Still to come on The Smart 7, tributes to author John Le Carre. 3. It was a busy Premier League weekend, but three of the big games ended in draws, including Spurs' game at Crystal Palace. It leaves Jose Mourinho still at the top of the table, but it doesn't sound like he enjoyed the match much. Of course, with other clubs, I come so many times to to this stadium. Their style of play doesn't change, their power, their physicality, uh, the way they do it. with set pieces, with, with long crosses, with second balls, you need to kill the game. Uh, if you don't kill the game, you are always in, in the edge. For all the rest of the Premier League action, plus Tyson Fury's outrageous new message for Anthony Joshua, check out our sports podcast, The Sports 7. The author John le Carre has died aged 89. He wrote more than 20 espionage novels that were both critically acclaimed and bestsellers. His works have been made into both films and TV, including The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, The Night Manager and Tinker Tailor Soldier's Spy. He was famously reclusive and was a spy himself in the late 50s and 60s. He spoke to John Snow of Channel 4 in 2010 and revealed some of his espionage past. Rest in peace, John. I'd been betrayed by Philby. I actually refused to meet Philby in Moscow in 1988, I think it was. Um, for me, Philby was a thoroughly bad lot, just a naturally bent man. You have to remember that Philby was in line to become head of SIS. I wouldn't have trusted him my cat for the weekend. It's not Christmas without a charity single, and Keith Lemon stepped up with a star-studded new version of Do They Know It's Christmas. He told Laura Whitmore on Five Live how it came about. Bob Geldof phoned me up, and he says, are you doing any Christmas single for Christmas? I said, no, he says, I've got a good idea. Why don't you get some of your belly friends together and some of your friends that can sing and make a version of it? I said, but we can't go to the studio or anything because it's locked down. He says, just do it on your phone. I went, Bob, that's a great idea. If you do it, though, you'll go to heaven. But who on earth could he possibly get to replace Bono? And the Christmas bells that ring there. It's John Barrowman, of course. Well, tonight, thank God it's there. It's there. 
This has been The Smart 7. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.